Hi, welcome to Promo Insiders, an ASI media podcast that covers the topics that matter most to the promotional products industry. I'm CJ Medica, Editor-in-Chief of ASI Media, and today we're diving into our just-released annual state and regional sales report. ASI Research Director Nate Kuzma joins me to discuss which states are up, spoiler alert, all of them, and where are the greatest opportunities for growth. Nate, thanks for being here today. More importantly, thank you for not turning down my constant invitations to be on our podcast. Well, no, my, my pleasure, of course. I mean, you know, I'm being paid for this, so it's fine. Thank you. Thank you. To, <laughs> thank you to all of our, uh, you know, people that pay me at ASI to do this. No problem. Yeah. To be clear, I'm not paying Nate. It's just, it's just his normal salary. So to, just to be clear, <laughs> there's no special favors involved. Um, so, yeah, if we're talking about our state and regional sales report. We do this annually. We typically do this in the late spring, early summer this year, and we're going to go through um, the numbers and take an overall look and, and also a, a more detailed look at the regions and the individual states and to see where the greatest opportunities are. But to start off with, Nate, um, you know, how do you come up with, with the numbers? Like what, what what sorts of things do you take into account to sort, to sort of calculate this, specifically the promo sales for the regions and states in the U.S.? Yeah, we actually it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of research and it actually comes from a lot of different sources. You know, we we put out a lot of statistics for our industry, right? We do the state of the industry, which is coming out in July. Um, it comes out every July, and that that is primarily derived from interviews and surveys that are conducted with our industry, and that's really the primary source of that. And we also do quarterly sales estimates where we reach out to our members and we figure out exactly what are they seeing on a you know quarterly basis and also looking forward to what are their expectations. This is a little unique though, because not only do we look at you know industry data mm-hmm. that we collect from our surveys, but we look at total sales and we ask questions about total sales by state or by region, but we also use census data and data that's put out by the uh, US government, primarily the census department. And these include things such as unemployment rates. It includes um, small business opens and uh, failures. It includes population estimates and where sort of populations are changing. Um, And it also includes estimates of state GDPs because what we find is very often the promotional products industry and the sales within it do actually somewhat mirror the overall economic environment within states. So that's mm-hmm. also, so when you take all of those, we, we come up with what are these um, estimates and figures for the overall industry. And you do you do see some pretty stark differences by states as well, which is always uh, pretty fascinating. So. We're going to dive into this data. I do want to um, mention, though, that you can find our state and regional sales report. If you if you go to our uh, website, it'll be right on the asicentral.com slash news. It'll be on the front page. You know, we're, we are promoting this prominently. And it should also be, I think, in the re, in the research uh, section of the, of the website. Am I correct in that, Nate? It, it, it will be there, um, not immediately, but it will be there after it's posted for sure. OK. Fantastic. So, Nate, can you, can you see my lovely PowerPoint here? I I, I can. It looks it looks it's better than what I put together. <laughs> my, my PowerPoint skills pale in comparison to yours. So, thank you for that 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 compliment. <laughs> um, so, the first thing we're going to do is is sort of do an overall look, and I'll just tick off these numbers here. So, again, overall for the U.S. in 2021, total promotional sales 23.2 billion, 12% growth. If you look at it by region, South had the most growth and the, and the highest total at 9 billion and 16 percent. 
the West, 5.3 billion, 13%. The East, 4.6 billion, 7%. And the Midwest, 4.3 billion with 9% growth. Um, I mean, Nate, Nate, those numbers seem pretty high, especially the the growth the growth totals. Uh, I assume it's just is that just a a, a matter of rebounding from from where things were in 2020 because of the pandemic? I mean, that's certainly part of it, right? There's certainly been like a, you know, you pull back the rubber band. The rubber band was pulled back nearly 20 percent in 2020 from 2019. I think the industry was down 19.8 percent. So what happened is there was a nat, there was a huge contraction. Um, You know, in 2019, the industry was over 25 billion dollars in sales. Right, so let's let's put all of this a little bit into perspective in that it's still down a couple billion dollars. Yes. I mean, we're, throwing away, we're throwing around billions like it's like, you know, just some change. <laughs> it, it ain't. It's down a couple of billion dollars from where it was in 2019. So, yes, no, this is a natural snapping back of the rubber band a little bit. So we've seen that not only with, you know, our, within our industry, but you've seen that also in just overall uh, consumer trends. You know, I mean, right now, as we're filming this right now, I- inflation is pretty damn high, right? Yeah. Um, I think I saw a number was like 8% annualized, which is staggeringly large um, from what we've seen in the past. So, you know, it's, prices have certainly been going up, but so have the things that really drive our industry. The, you know, the events, the opening of schools, um, education, um, even healthcare, which was sharp, which was actually really strong last year, is still, is still um, hasn't given back those gains. So it's doing well. So it's all of those things across these different regions that are driving the growth. And to be clear, there's different drivers of growth by each region as well. Yeah, and we'll, we'll definitely dive, dive into it. Um, just for some historical perspective, though, the, the South has always been the, the biggest re- the biggest region. Um, it has, has multiple powerhouse states in it. And and it's, you know, so and you see in terms of this total, it's, you know, it's it's nearly it's nearly double the West and the Midwest com- combined, like the, you know, so it's re- it's really impressive. The West has surged in the past few years, where it, it was like the third biggest. It's now the second biggest, and there's a lot of growth there. We'll talk about that um, as well. And the Midwest and East have sort of been the, you know, what the sort of the, the steady, like you know, the, the, the steady presences are like not a lot of growth, um, and it's just, but even still, you know, Midwest nine percent, the East seven percent. You know, in, in normal years, like that would be like something we're celebrating. Right. <laughs> um, I, mean, I mean, yeah. In normal in normal years, you're used to we, we've seen growth rates as low as two and a half, three percent by region. Um, you know, if the industry might have gone up by six percent, a lot of that six percent would be heavily weighted towards one or two of the regions. Definitely not all four. So no, in a normal year, these would be staggeringly large numbers. But even with that said, though, in the abnormal year that 2021 was, they're still very, very good. Mm-hmm. And and real quick, Nate. Um, as we look at look at these states in in, in detail, um, how can our listeners, our viewers, people in the promo industry, use this data to, to 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 help them with their business? You know, it's 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 interesting. There's a couple of ways to do it. The, the easiest one is if you own a if you're part of a big enough company, um, maybe look at those states that are expanding the quickest, right? And there's certainly going to be that. And there's a lot more detail in the report about that. But more, but but I guess there's other things that you can do, and that's really like look at the states that are expanding, and just do a little bit of research about why they're expanding. I mean, there's going to be some of that for sure covered in the editorial content that accompanies these pretty PowerPoint charts yeah. that you have here, right? <laughs> but um, definitely dig into that, and and it really helps to give an overall understanding of what are the growth drivers for states. 
And very often it's because of what's happening in that state. And it's something to keep in mind, even if you live in that state, to really be fully aware of it, because there's a lot that goes into um, a state that's growing by 18% or 15%, right? So what's driving and really trying to understand it? You know, obviously there's there's been states in the past when we've done this, not this year, right? But in the past, where you actually saw, saw states shrink, you know, primarily due to high unemployment, primarily due to um, falling state GDPs, uh, gross, gross domestic or gross state products, I guess. So you've seen that. And, and so it's really trying to understand it. And it's a really good launching off point for uh, that type of business planning. Mm-hmm. And th- thank you for that plug. And yes, indeed, in our in our in our package that's going to be on the website, um, not only do we have the data that Nate lovingly produced, but we also have uh, re- individual reports on each region. We talk to distributors in multiple states and cities to get their on the ground perspective. We identify some hot trends and, pro- and, and product categories and markets and also put out an event calendar, some major events, because with events coming back, these are great opportunities, right, to get to, to find sales. All right, so we're going to start off with the South. So I'm going to use my excellent PowerPoint skills to switch over. Here we go. Awesome. Nice, tra- nice transition. Nice transition <laughs> slides. Yeah, I know. And like I said, my PowerPoint skills are sublime. Um, so to me, like the, I mean, honestly, like the, the numbers are, are, bit in the, are big in the South, but what, what really amazed me was, Texas and Florida, right? These are already massive, multi-billion-dollar marketplaces, and they bounced back 17% for Texas and 18% for Florida in 2021. You know, this just add another like billion dollars worth of, worth of revenue in those two states alone. Like, it's really impressive how those big states rebounded last year. Well, I mean, you know, one there's a couple of things that are happening here, right? One is the economies in those states are strong, and also, especially Florida was hit pretty hard in 2020 because of the lack of tourism um hospitality which is really yeah i mean there's other things in that state right but that's really what drives that state and beyond that though just looking at they're already huge population centers right if you want to know why the south is so big you know if you look at the, the biggest states in america what do you have california texas florida new york right well two of those four are located within the southern region Right. So that that's that's really the primary driver of why this gets so big. But you've also had a huge amount of migration into these two states um, with, you know, the baby boomers retiring with other people retiring necessarily out of some of the cities or going to other locations such as Alston or Dallas. Um, you, you've seen a lot of movement into those states from states either out west or in the northeast and um, you know Midwest. So that's really what's driving a lot of the growth in these states. And another thing to think about, um, North Carolina and Georgia. So North Carolina, 963 million in promo sales. Georgia, 935 million in promo sales. You know, they're knocking on the door of a billion dollars in in promo sales. And I and I think if you ask sort of just a random American, it's like they just paint the South as you know one in one broad brush. Um, you know, but these states are major economic hubs, and it's, re- it's reflected in this data. It's, it's it's much higher than I think pe- people might expect. Well, I mean, they they have huge cities. I mean, they they very big, and they have fast growing cities. Mm-hmm. Um, just you know, talking about North Carolina, Charlotte's one of the fastest growing cities in America, and has been for for many many years. And Atlanta, the sprawl with Atlanta continues to grow. Right, you have the downtown area, which if you've ever been to the downtown area of Atlanta during the during the you know evening hours, it's not exactly what you would consider to be bustling. Sure. Right, 
But Atlanta is a gigantic city. And then even beyond that, though, you have so many other cities that within these states that are just they're growing. It's this it's a it's there is a movement to southern states with the growth of it. Are there things that will that maybe eventually will constrain that? Sure, right? But we haven't seen that yet. And just one one final note. Um, you know, next on the list, like Tennessee and South Carolina, Tennessee 22% growth, South Carolina 19% growth. Um, you know, I think what, what really distinguishes the South is that its biggest states, its biggest biggest markets, major growth last year. That's not that's not the case with the other states, and we're we're gonna we're gonna see see that. But you know, why why is the South so far ahead? Well, it's it's biggest the biggest just get bigger, and the, and that's definitely true in the South. It, it absolutely is, and again, you see a lot of these states are you know they've been they've been actually seen as destinations, and they were also in some cases hit really really hard last year. Yeah, good, good point. So we're gonna we're gonna switch over to the to the West again. This is second, five point three billion overall, thirteen percent growth. Um, now you know, we we talked about Texas and Florida, these big bounce backs. Um, you know, California by contrast, I mean, one point eight billion and eight percent growth, which is fine. But again, compared to Florida and Texas, which had double digit growth, nearing twenty percent, it's it's really a big difference. That you know, California didn't rebound in the same manner. No, they didn't. And, you know, like, you know, I, I, you know, the coin is saying, which I've never heard before, but, you know, uh, the West goes as California goes. Right. And that's really what it is because of the size of that market. Um, but no, they didn't. And they had, because you know, this in California is a high call state to live in. It, it just is. And if yeah. you want to know one of the key constraints on the Northeast, that's one of the key constraints in the Northeast as to getting a lot more people and doing a lot more events in there. Well, you know, when you think about like some large scale events, right, that really help drive putting, let's put this in our industry's perspective, right? Let's look at where we host our trade shows, right? We have ours in Orlando, we have ours in Fort Worth, and we have ours in Chicago. And the other big industry event, of course, is in Las Vegas, right? There ain't none in the Northeast or on the West Coast. And when you think about the biggest conferences and events in this, in, in any industry, they're not held you know, in, in California, and they're not held in New York, and they're not held in New Jersey or Connecticut. They're held in the major hubs. And, you know, in, in this case, that would be, you know, Las Vegas and Nevada would be one of them. That's why they were up higher than California. But also, that's, you know, think about Orlando and, you know, Texas. Those are also big hubs for these with all of the convention centers. So there's a lot that has, there's a lot of business that's being driven into those locations and not necessarily on the two coasts. So looking at the data for the West Nate, what else stands out to you? It's is it is it okay to call a state like a second tier state? I'm not trying to be like insensitive, <laughs> right? Well, we'll see we'll see the angry messages you get after this podcast is released. Okay, but when I'm talking <laughs> second tier states, I'm talking about in terms of the overall size of the states. So you're looking at Utah, you're looking at Idaho, uh, you're looking at Montana. All of those states grew over 20%, and in some cases like Idaho, over 20, you know, almost 30%. And what's driving that? Well, there you have unique things that are happening within those states in that you have almost like a tech boom, right? So as Silicon Valley, you know, up in Northern California has gotten sort of highly expensive to live in, highly expensive to do business in, what you found is you've had certain companies and, you know, sometimes they're upstarts, 
you know, sometimes they're brand, sometimes they, they're well-established companies that have been moving out to some of these hubs. And in some of these hubs like Salt Lake City, you know, such as Boise, I just saw, you know, some of the fastest growing cities in America are located in those states. So when I talk about second tier states in terms of, you know, they're not they're not one of the biggest states yet, but they're, they're, they are, however, in many cases, the fastest growing states. Yeah. Um, in fact, one of our freelancers, uh, Andy Van Trees, she lives in Montana and she she can totally tell the difference um, of people coming in because she says there's traffic now. You know, there wasn't traffic before in Montana. <laughs> uh, there are all these people probably coming from like the, you know, California and Washington. Oh, and yeah. Oregon. No, it was definitely um, it was definitely a very much pandemic influenced uh, movement. Like I, was, I think it was happening before, but the pandemic really accelerated where people were starting to look outside these dense metropolitan areas and get get away and, and that lifestyle appealed to them. Montana is a great example of that. And there's a huge influx of people from California and Nevada into Montana. Have you ever been to Montana? Because I never have. No, I never have either. It sounds like it would be a fascinating place to visit. <laughs> I don't know about living it quite yet at my age, but it's a fascinating place to, to visit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Mo Montana has been growing rapidly. Like you said, I Idaho, Utah, these sort of in additional um, you know, Silicon Valley offshoots where the that where companies are, are moving in for sure. And, and then and don't forget, like Washington, Colorado, Arizona, these were states that were already growing rapidly. And, you know, that that's 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 continued. There's been a population shift out west anyway. And so, you know, Washington up 14 percent, Colorado, 14 percent, Arizona up 17 percent. Like yep. the, those things, the, those those trends, like 2020 was just a blip and they sort of re basically resumed on the path that they were on. Yeah, it, it's true. And you know, it's going to be very fast. It's going to be fascinating. And I do mean that literally to see what happens this year, because um, you have, you know, sort of a com combined sort of, you know, things happening right now. Well, not only are things getting back to normal, but also prices are going up. Right. So what exactly yeah. will this mean for promo sales in 2022? I don't know, but thing, there's a lot of things that are moving sort of in, in concert with each other. Yeah. And to, on that note, cost of living is obviously a, a big concern right now. And so, you know, states out west obviously have a more attractive proposition for people just looking to get have their money go go further. Great. All right. Let's go to the let's go to the east um, at four point six billion overall, seven percent growth um, for the region. Um, obviously lacking in comparison to the South and the West. And, you know, the biggest reason why, I mean, look, the state of New York, this 980 million, but only 2% growth in 2021. Why, why was New York so, so low? I mean, I think too many cases, New York is still kind of low. I mean, you know, a lot of, a lot of the, you know, conventions that were in the city have not necessarily returned yet, right? Mm -hmm. um, New York did not have a, they're not having an inflow of people into the city yet, right? The city life is still different from what it was pre-COVID. So that's certainly having an impact. And I mean, I've been to New York since, you know, COVID happened. And it's still, it's not, it's not back to where it was. You know, the fact that it, it got hit pretty hard, but you've also had, again, what you mentioned earlier, a migration sort of out of the cities into yeah. other locations. And it's a lot of times people just retiring. That's really what it comes down to. It's people retiring and moving to lower cost locations and lower tax locations, which very often are in the you know southwest or the southern region, Florida, Arizona, so on and so forth. Some of the other states here, you know, they've done better, but a lot of those states, like look at you know, think about Pennsylvania, think about Virginia, think about Jersey. You know, they're not quite what I would consider to be 
major, major urban centers. No offense to Philadelphia here, right? Okay. But there's a lot more space in Pennsylvania than there is if you think about the, the metropolises of New York City or um, Boston or something like that. You can, you can spread out a little bit more. So they, you have seen some improvements um, in those. But again, relative to some of the other states, it's pretty uh, minimal, some of the bigger ones. And the ones where you see the biggest growth in, those like, you know, the most rural states, the New Hampshire's up by 21%, yeah. the, you know, Maine's up 16%, Vermont up 14%. So again, but th those overall, those are just small overall markets comparatively. I mean, combined, they don't even, you know, equal New Jersey, for God's sake, never mind New York. And one thing that I think we forget is that, so this, this is 2021 data, right? Well, you know, for much of 2021, we were going through the, the COVID spin, spin cycle where things were opened and closed again. And I think those effects were most pronounced in the East. They're, they're just the heaviest restrictions, the, you know, the tightest, the tightest controls. And that, I think that had a definite effect on this data. They seem, I mean, I, we lived through it. So I, yeah, that's absolutely true. Yeah. So I did say earlier, all the states were up. That is true. Um, but there was one place that was down, <laughs> the, the District of Columbia, Washington, D.C., as it's also known as, negative um, 9%. Why, why, why was D.C. down so much? I mean, D.C. is a very transient location anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, let's be honest, it's, it's very transient. And you, know, you have a lot of people that are moving in and out. And so with the, you know, with the whole, with the COVID thing and with the different changes in how people are working, you could actually get people who didn't necessarily have to move to DC to do their job, at least in 2021 for the better part of it, right? So they could yeah. do their job from whatever. So it, it's funny, you, you had less people moving into DC, yet prices to move into DC were still astronomically high. It, it's it's really one of these things that, you know, economically doesn't make all that much sense. Um, but that's really what it was. It was just, you know, you had a new administration, right, that came in. And it was be, they, because of everything that was going on. And I mean, early 2021, let's be clear, we were in the depths of COVID still, right? Sure. I mean, yeah. we, were, we were still pretty deep into it. So you just didn't have as much movement in and out and that has an impact on overall promo sales and just you know events and things such as that. Yeah, and also things to remember, um, you know, there's a huge influx of buying of PPE in 2020. A lot of that was driven by the government is one, re one reason right. that, that DC did so well. That that sort of hangover in, in 2021 definitely had effect on promo sales. And also just being a non-election year is, is, an, is another factor. That's sort of a, a, a historical trend, right? So um, I think all that contributed for for, for DC. Um, but, you know, like it, 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 could, it, could, it could bounce back net next year for, for sure. Oh, yeah. All right, so we're going to go to our last region. That's the Midwest, 4.3 billion overall, 9% growth. So that's actually more growth than the East, but it's lo lower in total market mm -hmm. size. Um, so Nate, for this region, the Midwest, what jumped out to you? It's 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 not so much that anything particularly jumped out to me in the uh, Midwest. It's it's as as a whole though, you don't see nearly as much variation as you see in some of the other regions. Right. So it's 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 much more homogenous than it is in, you know, some of the other states where you have like, you know, sometimes they're up by, you know, some states are up by eight percent, some are up by 30. You know, yeah. like you have it, you have out on the West Coast. So it's it's much more homogenous. You haven't you don't see necessarily the a, a lot, a huge amount of growth. And honestly, that's because like a lot of the bigger states here in the Midwest, similar to the Northeast, 
they're pretty static in terms of population inflows and outflows. And in terms of unemployment, you know, they've sort of been at the same general levels with the exception, right, of the big gigantic spike that happened in March, April and May of 2020. Um, it, so it's just sort of like they're, they're, it's it's sort of very, very steady here. And that's kind of reflected in the growth percentages. I know it doesn't seem like, you know, a 6% growth or a 13% growth in some of these states is steady, but but it actually comparatively, it's not spiking compared to what we've seen in some of the other states. Yeah, and I think also worth noting that if you look at the, the biggest states in this region, Ohio, Illinois, Michigan, you know, those states, a 6% growth for Ohio, 3% for Illinois, 8%. For Michigan, um, so even though it's sort of homogenized, when the when the top of that of that list is, is on the smaller side, um, you know you're, you're, not, you're just not going to see the same sort of overall gains that you're going to see in other regions. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. All right, so um, sort of as a wrap up, Nate, um, you know, talk. Well, I'm sure we're going to talk about this more next month when we do a podcast on state of the industry. Um, but looking at where things are now, like you know, we've we've heard about buyer sentiment being strong, but obviously issues with supply chain and staffing. And now we have this, you know, this looming talk, this talk of a looming recession hanging over us. Where 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 are things potentially going to go? <laughs> I said potentially because I I know your 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 economic forecasting skills are are, are not one hundred percent guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was going to interview you for a job at the Fed, apparently. <laughs> um, I know somebody who works there. I can go talk to him. Um, listen, there's. I don't know that the story for 22 has necessarily been written yet, right? Um, the story for 2020 by this point was kind of pretty hard, hard written pretty hard in stone already. Mm -hmm. And for 2021, it was definitely as well for recovery. If inflation continues where it is and gas prices stay at five dollars a gallon, I think we're going to we're in for a bit of a challenging year, right? Um, but with that said, you know events are back. The things that really are sort of the lifeblood for our, for the promotional products industry, they're back. Yeah. Travel is back. Everything's more expensive, and I think people are. I, you know, it's funny. I just read an article not that long ago um, today. But they were talking about how Americans have and businesses uh, have a huge amount of money in savings, more so than they've ever had, and more than they the uh, government actually considers healthy for right. the for the for the uh, overall economy. So what I think you're going to see is people are still going to do what they're going to do despite the cost. So I think that overall, I think it still should be a fairly strong year. Q2 is a bit of an anomaly. I don't know where that's going to come out just because. You know, you've had all of a sudden the inflation hit hard in Q2. Supply chain is not is is not getting any better in some parts of this country and for some types of products. So there's been a lot of noise about that and a lot of problems. Um, I would be shocked straight up if 2022 wasn't up from 21. I mean, let's be honest here. I, I still think we're going to continue in an upward trend. Do I think it's going to be up 12 percent? Nah, I don't know about that like it was this, this past year. Um, but I do think it's still going to be um, a reasonably strong year. And if you're, you know, happen to be located or doing business in specific markets or specific areas of the country, I think it could even be even better. Well, I would say say this: uh, if you're working in numbers and research, never boring right now, right? Right, Nate? <laughs> oh, that's it. Has been boring for a couple of years, man. <laughs> The, set, the sexy, action-packed world of, of data and research. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, why, that's, why, that's why I walk around wearing my cape in the office sometimes. 
Well, th thank you, Nate, for joining us today. Yeah. And um, remember, everybody, so our state and regional sales report, you can find that on our website at asicentral.com slash news. You can also find it under the research section on our website. Again, there's um, all of Nate's wonderful data along with, um, you know, on the ground reporting and talking with distributors, uh, trends, and you know, find out where what's going on in your state and, and your region. So uh, lots of great information. All right. Thank, thank you, Nate. Thank you very much. TJ, pleasure. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for watching. Have a great day.